Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you are just joining us, this just oh. happened. I don't know how to say it uh, any more clearly than this. Cindy, just keep showing it. Dan Graziano. Oh, we don't have to keep showing <laughs> On the helmet smash. I mean, that was directly to the face. It was. One more. Oh, oh. and we can get a camera <laughs> shot of it. It's Cindy. Can we get a good look at that? I mean, oh, yeah. the welt. So, Brandon, our stage manager, can we get some ice uh, oh. for, for Dan here? Because we got, we got yeah. some serious with the. Uh, is, how is are we feeling? It's, it's just no, the first, is this the first no time? Cut. Are you added to the injury report for Jacksonville? I'll be fine. I'll be full go. In the city. You're full go? Full go. Yeah. I'll take all my reps. Don't worry. Oh, You're full go. Yeah, maybe Dan. a little extra makeup. Maybe on that. You took one for the team. Yeah. Uh, anyway, as we begin hour number two of this very dangerous Russell morning, uh, we are live from the seaport brought to you by Patron Perfection. Starts with Patron. Uh, we will see if Graziano is able to get through hour number two. Don't worry about it. Here we go. Speaking of physical, we got the Cowboys and the 49ers coming your way on Sunday night. It is the ninth all-time playoff meeting between these teams. That's the tide for the most common playoff matchup in football history. The Cowboys have lost the last two straight, including the disastrous final seconds last year. Both these franchises are in the top two among NFC teams in playoff wins, in conference championship appearances, and in Super Bowl titles. They've each won five, and they both have aspirations here. The Niners, of course, won four of their Super Bowls in the 80s. The Cowboys won three in the 90s. Here's Kyle Shanahan on this legendary rivalry. Or so it was the biggest rivalry in football to me growing up. And then usually that goes away when you don't meet in the playoffs a bunch. And um, we had a big game last year. We got a big game this year. So um, the more you do that, the bigger it gets again. Look, this is a rivalry upon which the foundation of pro football as we know it was built. And Caesars thinks this is a close game. The 49ers with their advantage in rest and being at home are only a four-point favorite. By the way, the total, as you see, is very low. That is the lowest of any of the games this weekend. So, Ninko, you and I were talking earlier, and you put together some tape for us here. What we saw in, in Dallas's offensive game plan against Tampa Bay more than any other time this regular season was Dak Prescott using his legs. He had more rush attempts in that game than in any other game this season, and it could be a big part of their offense on Sunday yeah, night. It's the attitude. It's, it's Dak using his legs, and, and it's that attitude. And I'm going to show you a couple of clips here. The outside defensive end right here, I'm going to highlight him. This is an, uh, an option play, so Dak has the option. What am I going to do? Do I pitch it? Do I keep it? So he keeps this football in the low almost scores a touchdown here. The defensive end has to make a decision. He goes with the pitch. Dak keeps it. That's the right decision. Almost scores. And now this, this is all up to the defensive line. I'm going to circle the defensive end up top. He has to keep contained. They're in man coverage. All the DB's backs are turned. The quarterback gets out of the pocket. And then look at all the space in front of him. There's not a soul for, for 15 yards. He can just run down the field, run for the first down. And that is really what Dak has to do. Take advantage of what the defense gives him. If they're going to run past the quarterback, if they're going to be shallow on their rushes, use your legs, get out of the pocket, run for first downs. Look, Dak Prescott is an 
an outstanding runner with the football. Yeah. We forget that because he doesn't do it much. He did it in college. He came to the pros. He turned himself into an outstanding pocket passer. Mm -hmm. And then maybe since the time that he suffered that really terrible injury, we've seen him stay out of harm's way more often than not. Maybe that's smart. But at this time of the year, uh, Bart Scott, this feels like it could be a big element of this Cowboys offense. It has to be because any means necessary. And I know we're going to talk about how much rest you know, Dallas had, right? And, and that, that's, that, that can be a key, you know, because in the playoff, perception is reality. And the perception is if you're going to beat a team like the San Francisco 49ers, you got to be the more physical team. You got to walk into the house of the bully and punch him in the face and say, we, I'm here all night. And that includes the quarterback. So Dak Prescott isn't some little uh, quarterback. He's going to have to get on the train tracks at times and dare to run into the locomotive. And then who cares who that is? And he's going to have to put himself in harm's way. But I think he can do a, a great job in setting the tempo and setting the tone for what type of day this is going to be for the Dallas Cowboys. Look, because he's become something of a legendary player in Dallas. You forget about the college career, fourth-round pick, Mississippi State. But let me give you the numbers. One year, he ran for 829 yards and 13 touchdowns. Next year, he ran for 986 yards and 14 touchdowns. Dak Prescott can be an elite runner with the football for his position, Damian Woody. Is that – does that need to be part of the game plan Sunday? I think everything needs to be on the table when you're playing against the 49ers. This defense is, is suffocating, and you need you, you need every aspect possible to give, give whatever edge you can try to get against the 49ers. Because I can tell you one thing, it's very hard to run, on, run against this 49ers team. But I always say, when you have a quarterback that can run, it brings a different element, you know, that the defense got to go up against. It's different when it's 10 on 11, but when you got to add a quarterback run to it, now the numbers change, and, and now it's all bets are off. So Dallas needs to incorporate that. We know he's great from within the pocket. We saw what he can do outside the pocket against uh, Tampa Bay uh, on Monday night. They need to keep doing that, even featuring even more in this game. And, and, and Dan Graziano, assuming you have not lost the ability to speak with the injury to the it's cheek, fun. you also were telling me that you were looking at some numbers. You, Dan and I sat this morning before the meeting and had a few minutes to catch up. You were looking at some numbers of Dak throwing the football against zone defense, which is what San Francisco plays a lot of, and that's another favorable one. Yeah, and look at these numbers here. I mean, I, the, I, the interceptions, again, we've, we've been baffled by the interceptions all year. But other than that, Yes, extremely productive against zone defenses. So uh, it, it sets up as well as it can for Dak Prescott. This is a, it's the nastiest defense in the entire league, right? They've, they've been pushing people around all year. But, yeah, I think you'll see Kellen Moore and the offensive staff try and get him on the move. If it not, even if it's not to, to run him, you know, to, to relocate him so that Nick Bosa doesn't know exactly where he's going to be every single time. Yes, the yeah. 49ers, the strength of their defense, of course, is that front, it is that pass rush, and they have to find a way to neutralize that. Now, something that cannot be overlooked is the disparity of rest between these two teams in this game. I will repeat it again. For, you're obviously aware of it. San Francisco, they play early Saturday at home. They now play late Sunday at home. Can't be better than that. Cowboys play road Monday, turn around, play road again Sunday. It can't be worse than that at this time of year. Mike McCarthy, what do you think of it? I think it's going to serve us well. We'll, we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll have less sleep and we'll be grumpy, so we'll be fine. TV's king. I mean, what are you going to say? It's not concerned. we got plenty of time to get ready, so we're not stressed about it at all. Damian Woody, are you stressed about it? Should the Dallas Cowboys fans be worried about the disparity in rest? You don't have time for any of that. Nobody cares. It, it, you know, like 
players have always had the mindset, it is what it is. Like, there's control the things you can control, right? Like, we can't, players can't control, like, how much rest they get. Like, that's just out of our hand. But what you can control is your preparation and going out there between the white lines for three hours or whatever it takes and going out there and playing the game of your life. Why do you, what are you concerned about this time of year? What are you worried about? What, you got family concerns? You got, what, what, what are you worrying about right now? I'm not worried about anything. Like, I don't, like, I, family don't care. None of that. Like, it, like I, I'm putting family on the back burner until after, until after Super Bowl. Once, we, once I win the chip, we'll revisit that. Well, I'll take them to the beach somewhere on some <laughs> island. But at, until that point, leave me the hell alone. Let me prepare for this game. That's all that matters. Does it matter? Does the difference in rest matter on the field Sunday? Well, I think you got what McCarthy is saying to his team. But on the flip side, perception is reality in, in, in football. So you lie to your players. Coaches lie to their players all the time. So if, if, if I'm um, Shanahan, what I'm telling him, telling the 49ers, they're on a short week. Let's make them know that this is going to be a physical battle. Let's see if they can hold up. And also the time is weird too, right? Because we're creatures of habit. You talk about a team not, you know, on the East Coast going to the West Coast, but playing at that time, you don't know how to eat. Like on these weird times, you don't know, do I eat two hours before? Right. Do I eat early? Do I eat breakfast? And then all those things are key when it comes to having energy to play for a game. So you play all those psychological problems and issues. This as is well. a fascinating juxtaposition because Damian Woody is saying he doesn't want to deal with his family and Bart Scott can't figure out when to eat. Those seem like <laughs> yeah. very different it's ways of though. It's I don't important. have a problem figuring out when I need to eat. No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't have that problem. When, right? it, when, so, it, when in course, yeah. eat twice. Yeah, yeah. Nico, is at it a factor? Of, no, at the end of the day, you got three old guys up here I'm gonna I'm gonna age myself here but we, there was a time where we had a training camp and you would be in full pads for three hours go in the locker room for a couple hours and then have to put that same wet gross shoes pads go back out there for another three hours they have multiple days to recover here they have multiple days they just came out of a pillow fight against the Bucks where they the Tampa Bay Buccaneers threw the ball 68 times something yeah. crazy so that wasn't a physical battle I really think everything about the time and time off it doesn't matter. In the playoffs, you just got to play great football. What are the factors here, Danny? I mean, I got 48 hours to recover from a significant facial injury <laughs> before I'm on uh, NFL countdown on Saturday. So, like, I don't have any sympathy for anybody. Like, I, like I mean, look, I'm deferring to the players here. Like, to me, it seems obvious that that that, that kind of, at this time of year, that that kind of rest differential could factor if it's a close game, if you're talking about. But these guys are saying no. So the other piece the Cowboys it, will win. There are two elements. There's the players' re, um, recovery, and then there's also the time to prepare. The one advantage, it's not an advantage, but the one thing the Cowboys don't lose out on is they knew from Saturday that if they won, where they were going. Yeah. Right. They knew they were going to San Francisco. Right. So they've been able to start preparing for San Francisco and not fill it up. Yeah. The two places they could have gone, they knew they were going to San Francisco. So they, even before they played their game, the advanced people who do their scouting and all yeah. that, they were getting ready for the 49ers. Yeah, this is what you love about these matchups, right? Because we talk about traditionally how San Francisco is a, man, uh, a zone team. You know, I, I can see Domingo Ryan maybe yeah. switching it up and going with some man. I mean, that's really what was the key, what we don't talk about in the uh, can't wait game. You know, Bill did not think that we would go zone because traditionally we had been a man team and it took them a while to adjust to it. And that's what you talk about. It's talk about using the opponent's preparation against them because you know what they're going to do against certain formations, certain defenses, and you use what the defenders or the offensive players are taught to do against them. That's why it's such a beautiful chess match. You, know, you got Tony Pollard, you got Zeke, you got whatever they can do. You got Dak using his legs. To me, it doesn't feel any. You tell me if I'm oversimplifying this, Damian Woody. The Cowboys have to run the ball to win this game. And someone sitting up here the other day, I forget who it was that said it, they have to earn the right 
to do it. They have to, you okay? Well, God bless you. Then you're the perfect person. They have to earn the right to run to to, to do what they want to do. Right. Well, yeah. I, I think it, it's not necessarily as far as rushing the rushing. It's more like rushing attempts. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be tough sledding to run the ball against the, the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. More so, it's about like rushing attempts. Like. Keep them honest on defense. You don't want to get into, you know, become one-dimensional where Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead, all those guys can pin Why their ears not? back yeah. and just go. You got to keep them honest. Tony Pollard this game, a Tony Pollard game? Yes, you got to be patient as well. So running the football, having some consistency there, Tony Pollard's going to have to have a huge game. And what you also do is use that aggression, that front's aggression with screen game, get the ball out of the hand, quick attack, and put it in Pollard's hand because we know how explosive he is run after catch. Yeah, how many running backs have had 70 yards in a game against the Niners this season? How many? Zero. Zero. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you tough. can't run against Well, they better not play the game. Well, this is the physical. <laughs> <laughs> they better just not show just up. saying, Pollard, huge game. <laughs> we might have to uh, adjust our expectations. Got it. Well, we get, to find, we get to find out how bad do they want it because it's not going to be easy. And it's going to be a contest that's going to come down to the end. It's going to be about how physical. If you're, if, you're, if you're Dallas, you're saying they don't respect us. They think we're soft. Everybody thinks we're a soft team. We're going to have to go and trade blows. And sometimes we're going to get hit. But we've got to earn their respect early on. You know what's funny? I just hearing Graz say that. Yeah. You know how many running backs have run for 70 yards, zero? That's the type of – actually, those are the type of mind games that yes, coaches like. all the time. The coaches oh, would come in and be like, run, you know what, why, why, why should we even attempt to run it back? Yeah. No one's running the ball. Yeah. Should well, be, you know, yeah. we shouldn't. I can run it, Colin. I can run it. Because the game of football is so psychological. Coaches yep. do that type of stuff all the time. So if you're an offensive lineman, what are the offensive linemen saying this week to each other about that stat? Oh, man, we, we I'm trying – Listen. We're on the Disney Network, so I'm not trying to <laughs> – yeah. but I'm just like, we we, we, we we about to get in these boys. This is, like, it, if this, it hasn't – let this be the first time. We're going to be the first team to get yeah. after these boys the way it should be done. This is stuff that legends are made of. You know what I'm saying? That's from a man and Damian Woody, who once in a playoff game on a fourth and one, walked up to the line of scrimmage and told the defense, we were about to run the ball right mm-hmm. here you hit for a first this? down and end the game. He pointed at the spot, mm-hmm. and they did it, yep. and they won. Yep. So D. Wood knows of which he speaks. All right, we are just getting rolling for this hour. Coming up, the other NFC matchup, equally fascinating. How much does an extra week of rest actually help? Jalen Hurts. Can he be a true full go? We've got the answers for Saturday night. Plus, two legendary quarterbacks mulling over their options. Will Rodgers be back in Green Bay? Will Brady even play at all? We've got your answers next. Get up on ESPN. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back on Get Up, Aaron Rodgers is next in Green Bay. Third straight year, Rodgers and the Packers see their season come to a disappointing end at home, this time in the regular season finale. And you need to hear it again, this time with some more detail. Rodgers on McAfee talking about his future. Do I still think I can play? Of course. Of course. Can I play at a high level? Yeah. The highest. I think I can win MVP again in the right situation. Um, Right situation? Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. But I don't think you should shut down any, you know, opportunity. This game is about relationships. It's about the players you play with and count on. Even if uh, they don't maybe show up huge in the stat book, a guy like Mercedes Lewis is an important cog in the wheel of the locker room and the momentum of the team. That's a guy I want to finish my career with. Alan Lazard, Bobby Tunyon, Dave Bakhtiari. There's a lot of interesting names that we'll see you know, their desire to re-sign these certain guys who are glue guys in the locker room will be an interesting conversation to be had. The way his mind works is just fascinating. Ninko, what do you think of when you hear him talk? Egomaniac. <laughs> guy's an ego. And before in the first hour, I said he might have a painting of himself over the mantle. Well, now I picture him waking up in the morning. Ugh. Uh, Namaste. Getting up. Looking over on his mantle, seeing a picture of himself, and just, just <laughs> mm. you're the MVP. No, no. you're the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. And getting ready for his day, doing some stretching, having a tea. Look, I, I, I don't know. You really worked this all yeah. out. This is, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what. It, look, I love the take. I don't know what it would be like to be him right now. He is a unique individual. Siri, who's the best quarterback in the world? You are. <laughs> no, I mean, you're the MVP. What, so what do you think? When you hear him saying the things that he is saying, I want to finish my career with this collection yeah. of people. I, I, I don't know if Green Bay is the place for me to do it. I can still play at an MVP level. What? Well, one of the things that when you hear Aaron Rodgers speak, you understand that he's very calculated. He's a very intelligent man. Now, he's out there bidding for, listen, I may come back, but this is what the rules of engagement is. I need these guys with me. Now, the Green Bay Packers are saying, we committed to you. We gave you $60 million guaranteed this year. How are you playing this game with us again? Here we are again with you mulling over. When we gave you this contract, it was understood that you're going to be around for a couple of years. Nobody does a one-year deal and gives you that much guaranteed money. Why are we going through this? Why are you such a diva? Like, come on, man. He's like an Instagram model, man. He just wants to be seen. He's the thirst trap. Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, we gave you the money. Commit to us so we can go about our damn business. So, look, I think a lot of people are feeling that way. But in Green Bay, they have to figure this thing out. I want to change where I was going because you just made me think of something different. Should Aaron Rodgers return to Packers next season? If he decides he wants to go somewhere else, is that a realistic possibility? Is Rodgers, because he didn't say anything about retiring the other day. Right. If Is Rodgers going to another team next year a realistic possibility? Yeah, it can be done. It would. It, the key thing is they'd probably have to wait until after June 1st to trade him because of the cap implications that, that would go with trading him before then. So, yeah, you see it here. So it, it, it could be done. It would be a fascinating offseason, really, because you'd have teams put their quarterback plans on hold until uh, until June 1st. But, yes, the, the one thing that, about this contract that works to the Packers' advantage, 
Most of his salary, the vast majority of almost $59 million this year, is in the form of an option bonus that they have until week one to decide whether they want to pick it up. But if you're Green Bay, why would you want that? Because that means this is after the draft. No, I, I think they that want to comp- play for but it. But that means the compensation that I would get would be for next season. Correct. So that means that you're going to have a lame duck season and you got to go into the following season with Jordan Love figuring out if he's your future quarterback. Well, but you're just moving on. So I guess, Damian Woody, let me rephrase the question then to you. Hearing from Dan <clears throat> that it is at least a list of, on the list of possibilities, should teams in the NFL, put June 1st out of our minds for a minute, should they be doing everything in their power to get him. I'm thinking of a team like the Jets that needs a quarterback desperately, near and dear to both your heart and mine. But they're certainly not the only one. Should they be going all out to say, we're going to do this thing next year with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, because guess what? There's only about eight or nine teams that have a legit quarterback. Everyone else is just out here just mm. trying to find the, the next possible solution. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're serious about trying to win a chip, you need a quarterback. You're not getting anywhere with, with some bridge guy or you know, if you not have if you don't have a Burrow or a Josh Allen, somebody of that caliber, chances are you're not gonna win a chip. Well, well period. No, what type of commitment are you getting from this guy? One year. You're looking to win a championship for one. No one is more year-to-year than Aaron Rodgers. Yes, but I need two years because how often have we seen guys like Peyton Manning or it worked out for Tom Brady, but too often. Tom Brady and does, Matthew Stafford, the last two Super Bowl champions were quarterbacks, veteran quarterbacks in their first year on a new team. I need I need two years, man. I need a guarantee. So maybe you years. get two years. I need two years guaranteed. No no drama, no BS. Is he still that? Well, you're never going to get no drama and no BS with well, Aaron Rodgers. You know what you're signing up for but is he still the brilliant that's the question he is, is he still the brilliant player he is but I, have, but I have concerns that he wasn't getting 300 passing yards in a passing league you know so I do have concerns with that but is he still a bad man he absolutely is but you know it's a lot of stuff that comes with Aaron Rodgers is he I don't know still if that bad man we had the thumb this year he had uh, receivers whose names he barely even knew all that kind that of guy. stuff yeah that guy is he still that guy I think he can still be the guy and if you're a team that that you feel you're close one year commitment Maybe that's enough to – all you want is that Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you could if, if you were that team. Two like first-round draft picks, $60 million. But I think, that you know, the, the biggest thing is, you know, what does this guy want? What do you want, man? What do you <laughs> well, want? I think we know what he everything. wants. I mean, what does he want? Well, they go back two years. What he was saying was he wanted to have some input in some of the decisions they, about they the team. This is Colin what he said. Right? But they, that's what he's saying right now. Like, he'd like to, he'd like to know. Like, some, if, if, if these guys aren't back, it might change the way I'm thinking. Maybe we, we, we have a conversation about how to prioritize these decisions in the offseason. Yeah, go ahead. No, he. Here's my thing with the Los Angeles Rams. They literally said, damn those picks, mortgage them, and got all those guys there. And you know what? They got a Super Bowl out of it. Right. Telling you, you. Would, you, would, you, would you trade that scenario for, for a Super Bowl? Like, if I – I would that, trade a I lot would more than it. that. I mean, I, yes. I, there, there's not – talk to a team that never wins. You would trade practically anything in order yeah. to try and get a shot at a Super Bowl. And Aaron Rodgers, is, if he's still that player, could be the guy to do it. And the Packers, they may just decide, look, it is time to, to exercise ourselves think, from this situation. I, I th- Green, I think the biggest thing is the fact that, man, it's June 1. Like, yeah, that's tough. that's yeah. the that's the. He's gonna learn the offense, get chemistry with his receivers. That's complicated. Well, he didn't go to Packer camp before then. That's I true. Mean, and it, how did that work out? <laughs> it, it didn't work like, out well. Right, now, look, there are. It is complicated, as is the case with practically everything involving Aaron. It's complicated. 
As we continue, Jalen Hurts, he's been hurting. Will it be full go? And that means can he literally do everything on the field on Saturday night? Our defensive guys are going to tell you exactly what the plan of attack is going to be. And then we will see from Sneaky Hembo versus Graziano. This is the great matchup on our show. Uh, playing with an injury today, Graziano. Welling <laughs> down. Which NFL franchise has the most wins against number one seeds okay. in the playoffs? The answer. 25. Okay. Next. Look it over. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. If you're just joining us, this breaking news, uh, Dan Graziano was hit in the face by a flying helmet in our first hour today during the Smashing Helmet segment. Just look closely at that. I mean, takes it right in the face, mm -hmm. does Graziano, but he's playing hurt as he goes up against Tembo today. I'm not sure if he deserves, you know, to get the uh, little special. There's a flag on Woody, by the way. Yeah, seriously, that should have been. <laughs> One way or another, let's see if while playing hurt, you're able to answer the question, which NFL franchise has the most wins against number one seeded team and the playoff seeding began in 1975. It's a neat question, and I don't I mean, I don't know the answer, but the first thought I had was, how could it not be the Patriots? They've won so many more games uh, than everybody else. And, yeah, they've been the one seed, but you could play the other number one seed in the Super Bowl. So, New England Patriots is my guess. As usual, you are right. It is the New England Patriots. They have done it eight times. Seven of them were with Belichick and Brady. Even injured, he is spectacular. By the way, the 49ers are next, followed by the Giants How and many Cowboys. How the 49ers? Uh, the 49ers, seven. Okay, so, so they're only close. one behind. All right. So if the 49ers wind up beating the Eagles in the NFC Championship game, should it get to that, then they would wind up evening it. But one way or another, even injured, Graziano is up by a field goal on Hembo early in the season. That is very well done. Meanwhile, our next stop is the DraftKings 
sportsbook predictions, which are brought to you by DraftKings. Their question today, will Jalen Hurts have more or less than 50 and a half rushing yards in this game against the New York Giants? And I'm glad that we have that question today. And Bart, I will start with you because I, I think it is an instructive question. In the one time that we have seen Jalen Hurts when he came back at the end of the season in that last regular season game against these Giants, they appeared, not, not appeared, they were hesitant to use yeah. him in the running game and make sense not to get him hurt. Do you believe he goes back to his usual rushing threat self on Saturday night? I think he does. I don't think that he'll have any concerns coming on because he's going to feel good because it hasn't get, got hit. He's going to take a Toradol pill. He won't feel the pain from this game until next week. But it concerns me if he, they are successful, him moving forward because that shoulder is going to be tested early and often. And he's going to have to put himself in harm's way, any means necessary in the postseason to try and get the win. Do you think over 50 and a over, half? Over, more, over 50. So, so, Nico, let me come to you again on this uh, as a defender. I mean, if you know the quarterback has this vulnerability, and it's an incredibly important injury. Yep. And the football's a violent game, and sometimes things aren't so pretty. How are you approaching this? If he's in the pocket, you have to treat him like a quarterback. The second he leaves the pocket, he's a running back, plain and simple. So when he is a running back and he is trying to fight for more yardage, every hat to the football, and you're dropping weight on him. You're, you're literally trying to drop your weight on him and, and test the shoulder out. That's not trying to be uh, malicious and, and, and hurt the guy, but this is the playoffs. You got to do what you got to do. You got to put, make sure that you, you're going against a guy that wants to square you up, wants to put his pads down, wants to run you over. He's got a shoulder. See if he can do it. Yeah. So they're saying that he's a full go in practice. And, and again, I, I would just make sure everyone is aware. It, it's a totally different thing to be a, a quarterback, especially in a red jersey. Doesn't get hit being full go in a practice yeah. versus going out there on the field and having guys like these guys trying to hit him. How much of a factor in this game do you expect the Hurts injury to be? Uh, we're going to know right off the bat because I think that the, the way they call the game is going to be a tale of what, what they, how they feel about his injury status. Mm -hmm. If they're calling, you know, design, quarterback design plays, you know, in their, you know, most teams have kind of their first 10 to 15 scripted, then I think that's a good sign to say, okay, Jalen Hurst is probably in a good place. They're going to run these plays. But if you see them kind of holding back off of that, to me, that's a tell like, ah, we don't really want to put our quarterback in harm's way. I love it when we can do this. Give the fans things to watch for earlier in the game. Bart, if you're a linebacker on the other side, if you're a linebacker on the Giants in this game, what are you specifically looking for early in this game on this uh, from that Eagles offense? Well, uh, like you said, I want to see, like, in situation. We know it's probably going to be situational. They're gonna, not going to put him in harm's way, you know, early on. It's going to be those pivotal moments, two-minute situations, short yardage situations where my antennas are going to be up. But as a defender, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tackle his arm so I can make sure that his shoulder is what, you know, takes the brunt of, of my tackles. Now, and you got to attack the arm. And also, you worry about ball security. Because if you have an injured arm, he carries the ball in the same arm that he throws in. As a runner, I'm trying to test and punch at that to see if I can get a turnover. Because turnovers in the, in the playoffs change games. You know, Dan, it's, the team is going to say what they're going to say. Yes. And what they're obligated to Very tell little. you is how much he is, uh, participates in practice. Th that's their obligation. They're not obligated to tell you, oh, he's 60%, he's 80%. That's not the way this stuff works. I've gotten a sense from you all along that, that your sense is, that, that he will not be fully healthy the remainder of this postseason, no matter what happens. That's my understanding, that he's still dealing with something. And, and look, he, he's good enough to play, and I think he'll, you know, unless he aggravates it, good enough to play the whole game and, and probably good enough to win. But I do think they'll be limited in terms of what they're willing to call. I think we saw that in the game against the Giants a couple of weeks ago, and I think we're going to see it uh, to at least a certain extent here. And, and yeah, to your point about practice, Full participation in practice. The only thing that's required 
to meet that is he has to take the normal number of reps that he would have taken in any other practice. Yep. It doesn't tell you how many times he threw it, doesn't tell you how many times he ran it, and you know he didn't get hit because nobody's allowed to hit the quarterback in practice. So that doesn't give the full picture this, this weekend's game will. How much you want to bet they come out and run him on the first play from scrimmage, right? That's, that's they what might football, do that. They're yep. going to do They're going to say, okay, you, you think we're not going to run him? We're going to run him on the I first think, play. I, I think back to playing Seattle in the Super Bowl, we were going to play Lynch, right? He, he was the guy. And every single day preparing for that Super Bowl, we said on the first play, we got to set the tone. On the first play of defense, every single person has to be in on this tackle. And if you watch the first play Hold of that game, there was 11 hats on Marshawn Lynch. Every single person. The backside corner ran all the way over to the pile just to jump on the pile. Because you got to set the tone early. We're going to be here all game. It's going to be a fascinating weekend well, in the NFL. DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> right. yeah. is an official sports betting partner. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Download the app and use the code GETUP. When you sign up. Now, our next stop is Tampa. A 45-year-old Tom Brady is now set to become a free agent this offseason after the Bucks' first-round playoff exit. Yesterday, Brady's longtime former teammate and good friend, Julian Edelman, was talking about Brady's future, and he did so definitively. Listen to this. If he has another season, it's not going to be in Tampa Bay. Right. And, and it's just because... Tom's a businessman. Tom's a smart guy. He's going to do exactly what he did when he left New England. He's going to go to the best situation that helps him win if he wants to continue his playing career. I don't know. So there's Edelman saying Brady's going to look for someplace else to go if he wants to play. Ryan Clark, meanwhile, while watching the game on Monday night, tweeted, after watching, who would want Tom Brady starting on their team next year? Which brings up a fascinating question. We just talked about it with Rodgers. And again, you're Brady's also his good friend, and you played with him all those years, and you know him as well as certainly anybody here knows him. Is your sense that he will want to play again and that he will want to go find a great situation like he found in Tampa? And do you think that that team is going to say, I want a 46-year-old Tom Brady to take me to the promised land? Well, I think that Tom probably still has the hunger within. You still see his ability to throw the football. He still has that ability. But I think as a, as a head coach, you're also signing another game manager. So it's taking a little bit off of your plate when a head coach has to delegate everything from offense to defense to special teams and go through all the meetings and speak with the owner. Well, when you sign Tom Brady, well, guess what? He could take care of a little bit of the offense for you. And you even saw that with Tampa when he was signed there. Guys just wanted to go and meet with Tom. Guys wanted to go run routes with Tom and be on the same page as Tom. So maybe that, that whole Tom effect just is gone in Tampa. But if he went somewhere else, say the Vegas Raiders, I can guarantee you the, the receivers want to go throw with Tom. Well, that is an interesting one. And, Dan, let's make sure the audience is aware of this. The head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders is Josh McDaniels, who, of course, was Brady's offensive coordinator for years in New England. Not only do they have a good relationship, but from what everything I am told, that is, is a, it is an offense that puts a lot on the quarterback's shoulders. And that might have been part of the reason that it didn't work out so well for Derek Carr there this past year. No one knows it better than Brady knows it. That feels like the marriage people are staring at, Graziano. It makes a ton of sense from that standpoint. If you're the Raiders, I think you probably have to sell Tom Brady on here's how we're going to improve our offensive line. Mm. And, and then you need to make sure and get to work on that defense because his first year in Tampa, not only was everything set up for him on the offense, but they had a dominant defense as well and that helped them uh, position them to be a yep. championship team. So if that's part of their plans, which it may well be, then yes, I think it makes a lot of sense.
But I, and I also don't understand how that would be a long-term solution because he's only around for maybe one oh, year. You not. don't have none of these are long. You're no, looking for long-term no, 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 solutions. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, what makes it more attractive makes time more attractive is Miami or the New York Jets. You talk about being a businessman, come to the New York Jets. Zach Wilson can sit down for a year. Tua Tagovailoa can sit back for a year, recover, and you have an opportunity because Tom, you know, don't, doesn't take so much of the money that he can come in and be a GM as well. Hey, you need, you know, when he went to Tampa Bay, he brought in Grunk. He brought in um, Antonio Brown. Fournette. You still have, yeah, Fournette. You still have the opportunity to make choices and roster decisions if you go to the Jets, if you go to the Miami Dolphins, and you can sit there for one year and build your team up and build it what Tom needs because you have the money available to do so. I also think that there could be a possibility of Tom wanting to go up into the office level and, and being a general manager or general manager, sorry, or some type of ownership into a team. Can't do it while he's playing. But if he sets something up with an owner, like, hey, I will come play for you, but when I'm done, well, I want to be involved. Steve's already gave that up a first-round draft pick. So well, yeah, he already gave up a first-round draft pick. Oh, not the Dolphins. He already there. gave up a first-round draft pick for him already. There are only 30, there. 31 picks in round one this year because <laughs> we saw that happen. Uh, D. Wood, should, 46 years old, Tom Brady, is he someone's answer at quarterback to make a Super Bowl run next year? Just off name alone, somebody's going to give him a chance. It's, it's that, there's not many good quarterbacks in the National Football League. So, I, again, we, we talk about the Raiders, right? There's so many things that you could point to when you look at the Las Vegas Raiders. Obviously, the, 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 the defense the, 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 Well, I mean, listen, they, <laughs> listen, this – we can – this thing does. you can – it yeah, does. It does. I mean, the but Jets listen, is the best situation if you look at it, man. I don't see Tom going to the Jets. Yeah, I, just don't, no, I, I just don't. I just don't see that. Stacey's a businessman. You want to make some money? Come to New York, Tom. We'll get your Orlando Brown hey. Jr. and we'll protect you. Can we, we say this? Look, look. I mean, I think you would know this better than anybody would. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick hate the Jets, right? I mean, the, I, I don't see Brady signing with it. Belichick certainly hates the Jets. Well, how he doesn't much even does, acknowledge how much having been there. You think we, ain't, we ain't talking about that now. We're talking about Tom going to the Jets. I don't think that that would be a place where he would want to go play. Me neither. The, Why? Like, they got set up. Running got back. Weather, they got weather. They got money. No, no. He, he wants to be in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Broadway, got, man. Got, Come hey. on. Don't he got a crib in New York? He, got yeah, he lived in New York for a long time. It's just see him. He lived like three blocks from me. I would see him in the street all the time. How'd that work oh. out? He was doing that while he was playing in New York. He's living large. Man. No, I'm not living large. <laughs> I was yeah. a little bit. They had this money. It was a little bit of a flex. Yeah, a little flex. It's a flex. I saw the man in the street the same neighborhood. Did he, live in a, did he live on the floor beneath you or above you? <laughs> no, he, he, That's he lived, the real question. He lived on the floor like $40 million above. <laughs> anyway, Thursday night ESPN Hockey Night features Connor McDavid and the Oilers hosting Steven Stamkos and the Lightning, who are playing another game on this West Coast trip. Coverage begins 9 Eastern from Edmonton tonight. Is Dan on sending this one out? ESPN. Oh, I'm in, no. man. As we continue, but first down. of all, we got the Ravens. If they tag Lamar Jackson, what should he do? Is this a relationship that is inevitably leading to a breakup? We'll answer that question. And then, trust me, we will have extra security present. That's right. As Damian Woody is going to smash helmets again. The last time we did this, Graziano took one to the face. Right. <laughs> I want that face shield. I, he I'm went to the blue tent. I got you, the bronze. Right. I got you. All right. I got Will. you. We will be back for better or worse with it next. We're Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We are back on Get Up, and as we take a look at the uh, AFC North standings, uh, I I want everyone to sort of take a close look at what happened in each of the last two years. The Ravens were in position to win their division late into the year. In both those circumstances, of course, they were doing it with a healthy and spectacular Lamar Jackson. And then in both cases, he got hurt. And in both cases, their offenses just fell completely off a cliff. We saw them get knocked out last week. They just can't do anything practically without him. So a huge topic of conversation, even now during this divisional week, and certainly as we extend past the playoffs, is going to be the future of Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. As of this moment, my insider extraordinaire, Graziano, what do we know? They lost the game Sunday, and I think my understanding was that they wanted to kind of take a few days, right? So I don't think anything's really happened this week. Uh, John Harbaugh and Eric DaCosta, the coach and the general manager, are having a news conference, as I understand it, today. And they'll certainly be asked about that. So on tomorrow's Get Up, I'm sure you'll have plenty to chew on uh, as a result of that. But I I do think both sides want to let things simmer down a little bit and then eventually get back to the negotiating table, see if they can work something out that they couldn't last year. And if they don't, I think it's headed for franchise tag. And then how does he react to that? Does he ask to be uh, traded? Does he play on the tag? That, those are the questions. Well, it's a very simple question, Bart Scott. If the, if the Ravens say, we're not giving you the, the fully guaranteed contract, or whatever it is that Lamar thinks he deserves, the contract that you want, we're going to franchise tag you and expect you to play on that, what should Lamar Jackson do? I mean, he's going to, like, you know, like Swaggoo said, go to Cabo. He's probably going to sit out and say, you know what, I'm not coming to any activities. I'm not going to put myself at risk. But listen, this is, Ravens find themselves in unfamiliar territory. They have never had a generational talent at the quarterback position. This is an organization that won two Super Bowls with just guys that were guys. And I'm not trying to disrespect Trent Dilfer or Flacco, but they're not Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is easily top 10 greatest Raven of all time with what he's done. They have to take a page out of the Pittsburgh Steelers book. The Pittsburgh Steelers is a team with a philosophy that is on defense and running the football. Yes, but when they got Ben Roethlisberger, they recognized that he was a generational talent. They did what they have to do. They surrounded their best player with the best pieces around. They went out and got Antonio Brown. They got Emmanuel Sanders. They had Santonio Holmes. They did those things. The Ravens have to recognize that they have to put the pieces around Lamar Jackson because I believe out of all the great quarterbacks there are in the league, I think Lamar Jackson is the most talented. He hasn't, he's the only one who hasn't had the opportunity to show it to everybody because they haven't put the pieces around him for him to show his arm talent. We know what he is as a runner. I think he can be just as good and dominant as a passer as well. Bart, before they put pieces around him, they have to sign him. Yes. So are you, you're saying yes. they need to it's, sign him it's to no, a huge it's, contract. There's no way you let 
Michael Jordan. There's no way that you let that type of talent leave your building. That will be malpractice to the shareholders of the Baltimore Ravens. Why do you think he would? No, I agree. Listen, I agree with. He's not going to play on a franchise tag. Let, let's make that. Let's. He's not going to step on. He's not going to step on a blade of grass with, on, with the you know with the franchise tag. It would be who the Baltimore Ravens somehow, some way, find a way to get Lamar Jackson signed because, like we always say, he is the system. Like everything is built for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You take him out of the equation. We've seen it back to back years. What happened when you don't have Lamar Jackson out there? They don't look no, nowhere near as good as a team. What do they do? Well, you sign him, but I would make sure his PCL's good. Like, look, the last time we saw him, he left with a knee injury, and you're not going to see him again until, what, he has $200 million guaranteed? Yeah. You would want to make sure 100% that he, his physical comes back good, his, his knees, the PCL has no issues to where when he goes back out on that football field that he's not – 80% of what Lamar is because the way that he plays the game, he has to be the fastest guy. He has to be quick. Do, do the circles that you run in, Dan, and by that I mean all the people you talk to on the phone all around the league every single day, is there an expectation in the National Football League that Lamar Jackson will be on a different team next year? I think I think probably most people that, that I talk to at least still think that something will get worked out or that they'll franchise him and retain control of the situation. But I, I, I do get the sense that at least it's crept in. Right, like the possibility that he could be out. I know it hurts Bart's heart because it's yeah. Raven. I mean, I mean, I want. Yeah, I think, I think, the, I think the idea still may be far fetched, but not. Why, why does impossible. it hurt your heart? It, so it's frustrating, right? Listen, and I, I'm not being hot takey. Lamar Jackson is the most talented football player in the NFL. We have seen, we haven't seen the tip of the iceberg. Get this man DeAndre Hopkins. Get him the weapons. And that's what the frustration comes from. He is the best, most talented football player I have ever seen on a football field. And he's being hamstrung because he's forced to play left-handed because you're forcing him to run the ball. Mm. And he's more than that. He's more sophisticated than that. If they guarantee him $250 million, can he get the pieces that you want? I mean, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has a quarter of a billion dollars. He got it. Well, like, just give DeAndre Hopkins on the end of a deal. Give him a guy. Yeah, t- teams have found ways to pay the quarterbacks when they want to pay the quarterbacks. Joe Burrow is going to get paid. Josh Allen got paid. Herbert's going to get paid. Guys. Lawrence. If you want to pay, you want to keep Lamar Jackson. They're going to have to pay him uh, to, to put him in the company that he deserves to be kept in. All right, as we roll on here, as promised, we've had the the, the, the shrapnel today. Ooh. <laughs> Graziano on our first hour, as we were predicting the AFC games and smashing the helmets, took one directly to the chops. We will see if we are safer as D Wood picks the NFC. Games coming up next. It's Get Up on ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, as promised, we are back with more big man tiny helmets after the mishap that we had in hour number one, picking these games, Don Graziano. Uh, taking this one directly to the face. And I can now uh, display the injury report. Uh, Dan will have Jaguars Chiefs for us on Saturday. He is currently questionable with a cheek contusion. I'll, I'll be there. Uh, Dan, how do you feel? I'll be there. I'll, I'll, good enough. It's the playoffs, man. Like, like you're, not, you're not sitting this out. Extra protection. Ex- got a little oh, yeah, poison. that's a good call. How about, we, how about we strap that up? That's good. That yeah. was uh, during the AFC portion okay. of the helmet smashes that we now did a little earlier today. <laughs> you take one um, So, he smashed earlier today. He picked Cincinnati and Kansas City in the AFC with his smashes. Now, D. Wood, we do the NFC. Giants-Eagles Saturday night. Philly a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Who's getting smashed? Oh! Oh, See? I think that grazed my hair. I do think it grazed me. You think it got you? I felt it a little. I I, I did step back. That's why you got a lot of range. All right, why? Why the Eagles? Yeah, listen, as much as we talk about Jalen Hurts and and, and his shoulder, I think this, you know, we're in the division around the playoffs. All bets are off. You got offseason to worry about all that type of stuff. I think they're going to do what they do offensively. And the Philadelphia Eagles do what they do. To me, they are the best team in the, they are the best team remaining in the playoffs. Eagles Giants. I mean, I got to go with the Eagles. Brian Dayball is coach of the year, but it's about the players. And I think the better roster is the Eagles. And I think ultimately that wins out. I'm going Eagles. They got the tone setters up front. Offensive line. Everybody likes Philly. Let's see how healthy Jalen Hurts is. Okay, Cowboys, Niners, the last game of the weekend. San Francisco, a four-point home favorite. D. Wood. Oh! That went that way. (laughs) (laughs) That went way way over there. Cowboys going down. Why, D. Wood? Why? When you talk about this Philadelphia, I mean, this uh, San Francisco 49 team, it's the mentality, man. They're the most physical team remaining in the playoffs. Brock Purdy, since he's been the starting quarterback, they've averaged like over 150 rushing yards per game. I don't know if the Dallas Cowboys will be able to stop this rushing attack by the 49ers. I see the picks on the screen. By the way, we can show you just how far that went. That helmet went all the way past our other studio. That was really well hit by you. Yes, it was. That's Chris Canty, who is we're getting ready to help us out with radio today, uh, who was all the way over there. He almost got hit I'm by this. You. Uh, quickly, we have the picks up on their screen. Bart, why uh, San Francisco? San Francisco is a more uh, versatile team with the more unique players. I just think that physicality wins in these games. Ninko. Defense, baby. 49ers, defense. And Graz and I, I are have both, no idea. We're both going the opposite. I just feel like it's the opposite of what I wanted to pick. And with the Cowboys this year, that's the way it's gone. So, Cowboys. All right. Graziano was the MVP today, playing through pain and everything else. <laughs> Great job on the helmet smashes. Yes, sir. Fella. Thank you for getting up with us. We will be back and better than ever for more fun and hijinks tomorrow. But the conversation continues on, with first take now. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.